Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me here for yet another, actually the finale of Tambor and Jameson um, for the moment. (laughs) Um, The Bringers of the Light series, I think is going to be an ongoing thing. So we're just closing out a a chapter or series of lessons and seeing what new things want to be birthed from that. If you're new to the podcast, I welcome you here and thank you for joining me. We have a short but very powerful story today. So settle in. Thank you for joining us here on the podcast family. If you're a returning listener, I want to thank you for continuing to join us here in the family, supporting the work, doing the work yourself, because all of this is um, stuff that I bring forward with joy in my heart because I love doing it, but also um, to give back to you with lessons and healing from spirit. Um, And these ASMR stories are just, you know, with the love from my heart, um, channeled stories, Um, with intentions set to bring you what you most need to know in this now. So let's settle in. I am outside. It is quite windy and I think I mentioned last time we were getting upgraded equipment and I've been using that mainly indoors. This is the first time I brought it outdoors and it's a windy day and we've got the whatever that thing is called the wildcat or whatever it's called the meerkat on the microphone um, to see how that sounds. I tested it a few seconds ago and there was a lot of wind and it sounded pretty darn okay. So I think we're going to go with this. Um, As always, you choose your listening experience on the podcast, how you want to listen. You can choose to just listen if you're new to the stories um, you know just treating them as a story um, without reading anything into it if you just kind of want to see how we jive here um, you can choose to take your listening experience kind of a little higher um, in priority in pr- not prior higher in priority yeah that could be <laughs> could be a higher priority to up your game and up your up your frequency a little bit and listen to the metaphors and meanings that are hidden in the in the words of the story. And I try to best I can point those out. What um, is coming through for me as I've channeled these? That they're all just coming from source through the personas in the story, down through me, the conduit, and I just stream of consciousness or automatic writing, whatever you want to call it. Put them on the pages for you, for all of us. Or you can choose to take this story, listening experience even higher as I wrap us all in love light and light love in a circle of divine light. 
inviting in our guides now who want to join me. Our spirit guide of the month is the fiery lion shifter. We're going to talk about him in a moment again, just to remind what he's, what he's here for and how he can help you. And if you're listening from that third perspective, you can invite in your own spirit guides <clears throat> to sit with you and help share how the metaphors and the meanings and the energy of this story might pertain to you in your own life and your own life experiences. So I'm going to go ahead and do this. We have one chapter and it was funny because um, as I was like, am I procrastinating or am I just kind of waiting for divine timing? This is coming up for a reason. So all week long, I was like, okay, I know I need to write these final chapters of, of Tambor and Jameson. And I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. Um, and I kept doing this energy work on procrastination. And I was like, am I procrastinating not writing them? Like, I really want to. And then this morning, um, you know, I was like, I guess there's not going to be a podcast today because I haven't written any chapters. <laughs> I haven't written anything. I don't know where the story is going. I kind of had a feeling it was coming to an end. I could sense energetically that this part of the bringers of the light, this this Tambor and Jameson portion of what we needed to learn about for the divine feminine, the divine masculine, and their union as twin flames, you know, I, I kind of felt like that part of the journey was coming to an end and something new was going to be opening up. And so this morning I um, <clears throat> joined a group meditation that I like to do on Sunday sometimes. And... Um, I just, right after that, I just sat down and wrote the final chapter of the story. So it's like, I guess that was kind of divine timing. Like, I didn't really need to be so worried about it all week that I wasn't writing it because it really only took like five minutes to channel it in. So I guess there's has to be a balance between procrastination and divine timing. Sounds like the message that's being being sent. And everything is really moving forward for us right now. We're in like the end of the first week of March, there's a big train going by, and I had trains showing up earlier um, in some, you know, pictures and things I was seeing, so like the train came, come into the station, and it's time to embark on a new journey, and we see that coming in, you know, with the new moon coming up, so this is, this is obviously a timeless reading, but when I'm recording it, there's a new moon coming up. Um, Ostara, the spring equinox is going to be here in a, a few weeks. Aries season is going to start. Um, there's some Jupiter planetary alignment happening later this month that's going to just boost us all up into some new, exciting, uncharted territory that's all for our highest and best good. And so I think all of this right here between now and mid-month before we do the next March energy forecast is really about kind of closing out chapters and tidying things up, um, podcast included, um, and just with the work to bring in some new things. So without further ado, we're going to go into the last chapter, chapter 12, Everything is Fine. And just before I read that one, just we left Amber off in chapter 11. She like killed the creature from the box. She was quite menacing and ruthless and rather than sparing its life she killed it 
And again, we're kind of wondering, like, what is she doing? Like, why is she killing things? And why is she, like, she's angry about being kind of bound to earth, but it kind of goes deeper than that because she's got a lot of unhealed grief in her heart um, about losing her family and losing her home star, her home planet, and having to leave and... You know, now she's working for the bringers of the light, and yeah, they're okay, but, you know, only only Dakar kind of really wanted to work with her. There goes that red truck again. Every single, not every single time, but it's a big red truck as part of our podcast. If you listened to the podcast before, it goes by when things are starting to take off. It's very loud. Um, and she finally was able to open up to Jameson, who had been her hawk familiar for so long. And um, he was like, I'm tired of this crap. And he kind of, you know, shapeshifted back into a man and professed his love for her. And they kind of hooked up. And um, Tambor realized, like, oh, she's starting to feel love in her heart, like something she hadn't really ever felt before. And it kind of scared her. And as we left off in the end of chapter 11, um, she was being told by Jameson and Dakar and Abigail that, you know, she was supposed to go to this cottage and um, get this um, old guy who, Kaliga, who was out to kind of um, do dastardly things as part of the dark energies. And we didn't have a whole lot of information about him. Um, and so she's headed towards the cottage here to kind of, quote-unquote, get him and bring him in. So here we go with everything is fine. Tambor moved very slowly towards the old cottage at the top of the mountain. As Dakar, Abigail, and Jameson held space around the scrying bowl, she didn't know what she was expecting to find when she went inside. Was this some sort of test to ensure she was true to the bringers? She wasn't sure. She just knew she felt so angry, so angry at all of them for keeping her here, for making her feel like she didn't matter, that she could be used at their whim to do their bidding, and that she was bound to this planet, even though they had been nice to her here. Well, at least some of them had. She moved stealthily, shifting now into her most powerful form, the weapon not needed when she was like this. She knew that anyone that came into her path now might not make it out alive. She felt ire and remorse at the same time. Where was that coming from? Her mind went to Jameson and her love for him. She wanted to be with him more than she wanted to be on this mountain. She considered leaving and running to his side. But something else was pushing her on. She was on assignment, albeit one she hadn't even been asked to do. She was tricked into being here, used as common bait like some creature who didn't even matter to them. She stopped dead silent, not knowing to move forward or to run away. Jameson's arms around her was where she wanted to be. Jameson watched her progress and contemplated breaking in with a telepathic what's up, but decided against it. He too wanted to see what would happen next. Abigail touched his arm. Everything's fine, she said. She's coming into her true power now, and it's so beautiful, Abigail said with a tear in her eye. Dakar, too, could sense a shifting in his friend, and at times, the cunning adversary he so admired. Tambor could feel something in her mind beginning to take hold. It was a feeling of deep longing to do something other than kill and maim. She wanted to do good. 
This was something she hadn't ever really felt before. She wanted to help someone. Maybe that someone was her. She moved closer to the cottage. She could feel she was being watched. She shifted back and sat on the snow-covered peak, holding her head in her hands. She cried and wailed at the top of her lungs. The door to the cottage crept open slowly. The door opened fully now, and a bright and beautiful light shone out and landed across Tambor's form. She was bathed in what felt like a heavenly light. She felt renewed, and all ideas of revenge and cunning thoughts left her mind, siphoned out by the incredible light. Kaliga, old and haggard, came out of the cottage. On his arm was perched the old dragon, the one that was so important to this mission. What, Tamber thought? I crushed that at the jugular. I destroyed you, she said, lifting her head to see the creature feeling fine and smiling a happy yet cunning smile at her. And so you did, the creature said to her. Yet here I am, he cooed. Old Kaliga shifted now, and the stern form of Hykor looked down upon the softened and disheartened girl. Well, my dear, Hykor said, looking down at one of his best agents, how do you feel? The bringers of the light lessened the beam of love they had been projecting out to the scene and to Tambor's heart. Jameson eased up on the intense love he had been sending to her, the quote-unquote experiment now complete. The love in his heart, the love in all their hearts, transforming the beast. the remorse and self-forgiveness coursing through her energy field. My love, Highcourt said more gently now, all can be transformed in the light of it. Love truly is all there is. Oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, man. These stories. <laughs> I swear. So if you're listening from the higher perspective, obviously you have <laughs> your own intuition telling you what's going on here. Like, all Tambor had to do was open her heart to the love, to the, to the, just wanting to do something more than be angry. And she had so many beings of light around her, her, her friends um, at the bringers, her twin, like all projecting this love out towards her within and around her. And it was just, it was just her willingness, her wantingness, just even a small spark of it to open up within her heart space, to allow all of that light to come in and flood her and change her and transform her. And it was just that like it's like I said, just like that that small intention within her to want to be and do something different was all it took for more light to come in and just kind of crack her open. And you know, is she completely healed yet? You know, most likely not. Um, <clears throat> but it's a start. 
is a new start for Tambor, which means it's a new start for Tambor and Jameson, and it's a new start for the bringers of the light. Like, how can they all work together now that that one of their best agents, this amazing force of Tambor, is maybe going to be more on their side now and more willing to um, do work on behalf of the light, um, not with you know this feeling of like revenge and and you know wanting to get back at things. Like, how is that going to shift everything that they do? There's just so much potential here now in this new this newness um, for everything to unfold. And so it's a message to you. How can you just even set that intention that that it, it doesn't even take like a lot of doing on your part. It's more an act of being and an act of courage to want to step out of where you're at now into something more bright and beautiful and and just trusting that if you do that, like, she didn't even know what she was, she thought she was going to have to go in and, like, not necessarily, make, she was prepared to kill someone again. And all the love that was being um, sent to her from, you know, that, that sacred circle um, just suddenly, finally, like, broke through and helped her to open her heart and let it in. And then when she did, it just all came flooding in. And it's interesting, I find, that we end, um, like, we don't really know where we end with her. Um, because it's kind of Abigail kind of saying everything's fine now. And Tambor just kind of like, we don't know how she feels. Because... Highcore asks, like, how do you feel? And we just don't really know how she feels because we don't we don't get her reaction. So I guess maybe that's going to come in next. Like we'll get her reaction, how she truly feels with all of this um, this change that's coming. And so I guess with that we can just leave it to <laughs> leave it to more of um, you know where this is going. There's a dog next to me. Leave it to where this is going to go next. You know, where is this headed? So cute. Where is this going? She can say hi. <laughs> I like to say hi to this dog. So I'm going to go ahead and leave it there and invite you to join us. I found it quite interesting because this month we're going to be channeling Janice Joplin in for some messages. And I saw her all day yesterday. I went with my son to like a really cool um, record store. I'll post some pictures of it. But um, Janice was all over that record store. And then today, this morning, when I turned on my phone, because I turned it off at night, um, Abby Normal had just channeled Janice Joplin, and I was like, so Janice is coming forward. She's got something she really wants to share this month. So some some point in one of our next episodes for March, we'll be bringing in um, Janice Joplin to share with you all. But for now, we're going to leave it at that, let you soak in all the goodness of this story, 
and I want to thank you so much for being here with me. We will see you all again soon in the next episode. Take care. This episode has been brought to you by the Thunder Rose Ranch and Forest, a sacred place where the beings of light surrounding its etheric location are here to teach love to all humanity. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Take care.